there are certain ingredients to the perfect day in Salzburg. That's what this episode is about. In this episode, I will help you design your day from start to finish so you don't miss anything. Welcome to Salzburg. My name is Gerhard. I'm the founder of the Free Walking Tour Salzburg. And the goal with this podcast is to introduce you to Salzburg. First things first. How do you get to Salzburg? Now, Austria borders seven other countries. Therefore, Salzburg is on the intersection between Munich, Prague, Vienna, and Budapest. But many travelers also come from Italy in the south or from Slovenia, also in the south. No matter if you arrive by train, bus, or plane, you always either arrive directly at the train station or You take a bus from the bus terminal in the south or from the airport. The bus arrives at Mirabel Square. Mirabel Square is only like 10 minutes walking from the train station, so you're always coming from the same direction. Mirabel is therefore the perfect starting point to explore Salzburg. If you arrive in Salzburg by car, you either have to pay for parking in one of the old town's parking garages or 30 minutes walking from the old town is where you can find free parking. So if you can avoid coming by car, if you're not traveling by car, public transport in the old town is actually more convenient. Now, have you seen or listened to the last episode? In the last episode, we talked about how long to stay in Salzburg. If that's something you want to know in more detail, go back and listen to the first episode. Is one day enough? Well, as much as I would like to talk you into staying longer, telling you about all the little details you can discover in the old town and all the beautiful places in the surroundings, I have to be honest. You can see and do the most important things in Salzburg in one day. Visit the fortress, see Mozart's birthplace, stroll through Mirabel Gardens, try the original Mozart chocolate, and visit the beer garden, among other things. Let me show you how. Is Salzburg walkable? Well, Salzburg might be the most walkable city you can find. If you arrive by train, it takes you, like I said, 10 minutes to reach Mirabel Garden, the ideal place to start sightseeing, and 25 minutes to reach the fortress on foot. The fortress is on the other side of the old town. There is no need to take buses in the city center. In fact, most of the essential sites cannot be reached by public transport because the old town is a pedestrian area. If you nevertheless want to know about public transport in Salzburg, there will be a future episode and there is a blog post on the free walking tour blog. These will be linked in the show notes. Now, what's a Salzburg card and is it worth buying? Salzburg card is one of my favorite things about Salzburg. Salzburg card is an all-inclusive sightseeing card, including all the paid attractions in the city center, as well as public transport. But public transport, as I said, you don't need. Salzburg card is worth buying if you enter at least two paid sites. Let's say you want to visit the fortress and Mozart's birthplace. You would pay the same amount of money for single entrance fees as the card costs, but the card includes many more attractions. Therefore, it's straightforward to make the Salzburg card worth it. And I recommend it to almost everyone. There will also be a future episode about the Salzburg card and how to use it most efficiently. So you also find that in the show notes and also a link to the free walking tour blog where we discuss the same thing. 
That being said, there are plenty of free things to do in Salzburg, especially when you only have one day. If you only have one day, you might just visit the main sites, see them from the outside without spending time in the museums, and time on going more in-depth. Now let's get straight to the point. How do you spend one day in Salzburg? In short, my recommendation would be to visit the must-see sites in the morning, and for the afternoon, pick and choose activities according to your interests. To see the must-see sites takes you between two to four hours. Therefore, you could even cover them if you only have a few hours in Salzburg. Now, before you start your day, you need, of course, breakfast. The best and most inexpensive places for breakfast in Salzburg are bakeries. At some bakeries, you can sit down, you can order a cup of coffee together with pastry. The pastry is not the same as in bakeries. My favorite breakfast pastry is Zaunerkipferl, and you will also find a future episode in the show notes and an article on the Free Walking Tour blog about breakfast in general. There are many more aspects to breakfast, like for example, traditional Austrian cafes or hotels with rooftop terraces. But my go-to place would be a bakery. That's where the locals would eat. Now, after breakfast, how do you spend your morning? Ideally, you sign up for a free walking tour. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to sign up for a free walking tour. Even if you don't, it will be easy to find all the sites on your own because they're so close together. But if you want to sign up for a free walking tour, I would be more than happy to guide you. As I said, it's a good idea to start at Mirabel Garden. That's also where we start on the free walking tour. Mirabel Garden is on the way from the train station before crossing the river, on the way to the old town. It's the main site on the right side of the river. Mirabel is also a great place to ease into the city. While Mirabel is sometimes also crowded by tourists, the garden is spacious and it's very relaxed to visit the garden, of course. Make sure to enter the castle, take the stairs to the first floor and have a glance at the marble hall. The marble hall is free to have a look at. And the only thing inside the castle, otherwise Mirabel, is about the garden and not so much about the castle. When you leave Mirabel towards Marktplatz, you face Mozart's residence. Only enter Mozart's residence in case you have a Salzburg card or are genuinely interested in Mozart. Otherwise, you simply turn right, and that's where you find Markertsteg, the Lovelock Bridge of Salzburg, and that takes you to the left side of the river, where most of the important sites in Salzburg are. Mozart's residence and Mirabel are the two only famous sites on the right side of the river. After crossing the bridge, you can find one of the passages between the houses, and these passages, they take you to Getreidegasse. Not only is Getreidegasse the most famous street in Salzburg, but the yellow building in Getreidegasse, the yellow building with the Austrian flag, that is Mozart's birthplace. Mozart's birthplace, besides the fortress, is the most famous site in Salzburg. Go through another passage, and you're in front of the University Church, one of the four most important churches in Salzburg, and one of the must-see sites. Behind the University Church, you enter the Festival District and find the Concert Hall. That's where the famous Salzburg Festival, the most prominent classical music festival in the world, takes place for six weeks every summer. From the Concert Hall, 
you visit the Franciscan church, head to St. Peter's Monastery, each of these places is only two minutes walking apart. At St. Peter's, you want to walk through the cemetery after visiting the church. If you keep left at the cemetery, you reach St. Peter's Bakery, the oldest bakery in Salzburg. Their sourdough bread is an excellent option for a snack. But St. Peter's Bakery is not a place for breakfast because they only sell those sourdough breads. There is no coffee and no toppings for the bread. If you keep right at the cemetery, you reach the funicular to the fortress. If you only pay for one attraction in Salzburg, I recommend the fortress. In case you have time and want to visit two or more attractions, as I said, you should get the Salzburg card. If you pay for the fortress, you can save money by walking up. In another episode, we will also discuss the history of the Hohen Salzburg fortress to prepare you for your visit. You will also find that episode and the according blog post in the show notes. After the fortress, or instead of the fortress, you could head over to Nonberg Abbey. Nonberg Abbey is the oldest abbey in the world and the monastery from the Sound of Music. You cannot visit the monastery, but you can visit the church. From Nonberg or the fortress, you visit the cathedral and thereby the heart of the city. The surrounding squares are the main squares of the old town, especially residence square with the two archbishops' residences. Nowadays, the Archbishop is not living there anymore, but these places house the best history museums in town, Domquartier and the Salzburg Museum. Next to the residence square, there is Mozart Square and the Mozart statue. Don't miss a chance to click a picture with Mozart. Now you can either go down to the river and cross Mozartsteg footbridge and then walk along the side of the river in Steingass, an old alley from the Middle Ages, and up to St. Sebastian's Cemetery. These are some of my favorite sites, but not everyone would consider them a must. Alternatively, you can head over to the old market square, Alta Markt. There is no market anymore, but there was a market in the past. At the old market, you do not only get close to the food I would recommend for lunch, but also find the original Mozart chocolate and the oldest cafe in Salzburg, Tomaselli. And that's exactly how easy it is to get an overview of Salzburg. I sometimes guided Korean groups that arrive by bus and only spend an hour in the old town to walk from the cathedral to Mirabel and see the most famous sites. While that's not recommended, it is possible. Notice that your walk will take longer if you visit museums. You could enter the fortress on the way, but if you're planning to get a Salzburg card and enter museums, I would either recommend to plan more time for your walk and visit every museum on the way, or come back to activate the card and use it later on. To activate the Salzburg card later is the best option if you have time the next day, because the Salzburg card is valid for 24, 48 or 72 hours from the moment you activate it. Now what should you have for lunch? My recommendation would be street food. You can also choose from my favorite restaurants if you want. There will be an article and an episode listed in the show notes, but I would go for street food if I were you. There is also an article and an episode about street food. Austrian street food is mainly sausages, but my recommendation in terms of dishes you should order is Bosna. Bosna because you only find the original Bosna 
in Salzburg. While most of the food in Austria is the same, Bosna is typical to Salzburg. But normal sausages at my favorite sausage place at Raymond's are excellent as well. That's not going to be the most comfortable lunch because you will be standing, but it's delicious and time efficient. Now after lunch for dessert, I also have two options for you. After lunch, you might either want to go to an Austrian coffee shop or find yourself some takeaway dessert. A visit to Salzburg wouldn't be complete without a visit to one of the cafes or pastry shops. I have three choices for you. Coffee at Café Konditorei Schatz. If you only spend one day in Salzburg, this would be my recommendation for desserts and coffee. Konditorei Schatz produces the best pastries in Salzburg while it remains an insider tip. But it's not only about sweets. It also offers the authentic Austrian coffee house atmosphere, plus they produce their own excellent Mozart chocolate. Coffee cake and Mozart chocolate, and also coffee house atmosphere. What else do you need? There will be a future episode if you want to know more about Austrian pastries and sweets. And one, if you would like to know the truth about the Mozart chocolate. Now, if you want the traditional Austrian coffee house in Salzburg, you should go to Café Bazaar. Café Bazaar is the place you want to visit to experience an authentic Austrian café in Salzburg. It's the only one of its kind. Café Bazaar opened more than 100 years ago. It's not the oldest café, that's Tomaselli, but Tomaselli became kind of like a tourist attraction and therefore Bazaar is more authentic. Throughout the 20th century, Café Bazaar was the place where intellectuals and artists gathered in Salzburg. Today it receives people from all walks of life. From old noble gentlemen to be celebrities, tourists and hipsters. The ideal place to get to know the real Salzburg. You can also find an article about authentic Austrian coffee houses on the free walking tour blog and there will be a future episode of course linked in the show notes. Now the third option is to get takeaway Mozart chocolate. While many places produce Mozart chocolate, there is only one original Mozart chocolate. The original Mozart chocolate is from Café Konditorei Fürst. Fürst doesn't sell the Mozart chocolate to any other shops, so that's the only place where you get the actual original Mozart chocolate. Fürst invented the Mozart chocolate, and they are the only ones allowed to call their creation the original Salzburg Mozart chocolate. For more on that topic, as I said, there is an article on the Free Walking Tour blog, and there will be an episode in the future. Both of them will be linked in the show notes below. Also in the show notes, you will find a video of myself trying like 10 different kinds of Mozart chocolate in Salzburg. If you go to one of the two shops of the first Mozart chocolate producer, you can only take away the chocolate. If you visit the cafe at the old market instead, you can also sit down for coffee and cake. Now that lunch and coffee is over, how should you spend your afternoon in Salzburg? After getting an overview in the morning, I recommend choosing one or two of the following attractions or activities in Salzburg depending on your interests. Should you still get a Salzburg card? The Salzburg card is valid for 24, 48 or 72 hours. In case you followed the morning recommendation, feel like visiting two or more paid attractions and still have time the day after, the Salzburg card is still worth it. You can use the card for 24 hours from activation, 
That means if you start after lunch, you can use it the next morning. If you don't have time the next day, but want to go for the museums, get the card in the morning. If you get the card in the morning because you really only have today, take more time when discovering the must-see sites and use the card whenever you can by entering every museum along the way. One of the best things you can do with the Salzburg card is to take the cable car to Untersberg Mountain. You reach the Untersberg cable car valley station by bus number 25. The same bus takes you to Hellbrunn Castle and the Trick Fountains, which is also included in the card. That's what I would do after you're done with the museums. That's how you make the most of your day in Salzburg and of your Salzburg card. You could also do it the other way around and head to the cable car in the morning and then visit the museums after lunch. Should you take a Sound of Music tour? Now, even if the Sound of Music is among the least Austrian things you could do in Salzburg, it's by far the most popular tour. For many travelers, the Sound of Music is the reason to visit Salzburg. If you're one of them, you should consider the tour. In the afternoon, it starts at 2 p.m., so there is enough time to explore in the morning before you hop on the afternoon tour. These tours are never sold out. You can just show up at Mirabel Square to get your ticket. There will be an affiliate link in the show notes. You can use that affiliate link if you would like to support me in the podcast and the tour. Now, the Sound of Music tour doesn't cover the Old Town because the Old Town is a pedestrian area. Therefore, it's not repetitive and best combined with your self-guided walk or with my free walking tour of Salzburg. Sound of Music tour takes you to the palaces of Leopoldskron and Hellbrunn before heading to the Lake District to look at St. Wolfgang and the wedding church located in Monsee. In Monsee, you would also have an hour to explore on your own. Should you visit the Hohen Salzburg Fortress? As I said, if you only pay for one site in the city, I would make it the Hohen Salzburg Fortress. That's for its stunning views, the funicular ride, the historic building. The fortress is my favorite site in Salzburg. You can't see the Alps from the city center, but once you're in the fortress and on the platform on the southern side, you have the panoramic view of the mountains. In case you didn't go in the morning, it would be a good idea to visit the fortress in the afternoon. Notice that if you visit two museums, you should again get a Salzburg card. If you don't want to spend money and you have time in the evening, you could sneak in after closing time. I know that sounds bad, but it's legit. When the fortress closes, the gate remains open for another hour or two. The building remains open and you can visit everything except for the museum, so all the three viewing platforms are still accessible. There is a small door that only opens from the inside, so once you're inside the fortress, you can actually stay there as long as you want, even if the main gate closes. Now, not only the Alps are close to Salzburg, but Salzburg itself is surrounded by mountains. There are three city mountains. In my opinion, it's a must to see Salzburg from above at least once while you're here. Luckily, there are other options besides paying the entrance fee to the fortress. On each side of the river in the old town of Salzburg, there is a mountain. Mönchsberg on the left side of the river and Kapuzinerberg on the right side of the river. Mönchsberg ranges from the fortress all the way around the old town on the left side of the Salzach river. And that's the mountain you climb for lots of different views. It's the mountain you want to climb for panoramic sightseeing. 
And if you don't feel like climbing the mountain, you can also take the Mönchsberg-Aufzug, the elevator, to the Museum of Modern Art. Kapuzinerberg on the right side of the river is on the other hand the mountain you want to climb if you're longing for nature. In Kapuzinerberg you're further away from the main sites around the cathedral. You therefore also have an excellent panoramic overview of the city, of the actual old town on the left side of the river. If you would like to climb a real mountain, hike Mount Geisberg. To reach the peak of Geisberg, you have to overcome 900 meters of altitude. You can hike there all the way from the old town in three to four hours. The technical difficulty is easy. In case you don't feel like hiking but still want to reach the top, take bus number 151 from Mirabel Square. In the show notes, you will find another episode and the article on the free walking tour website about these city hikes. Now what else is there to do in Salzburg for you in the afternoon? You could, for example, visit the Stiegel Brewery in Max Glan. The Stiegel Brewery is the biggest private brewery in Austria. It's a short bus ride or half an hour walking from the old town. At the brewery, you can do a tour and also beer tasting, both of which are included in the Salzburg card. The Open Air Museum in Großgmain is a collection of old houses. Historic houses from rural areas in Salzburg that were taken down and rebuilt in the museum. So the museum is more like a natural reserve than an actual museum. It's outdoors and it's rebuilt old farmhouses. Because it's outside the city and like a natural reserve rather than an ordinary museum, the visit will take you all afternoon. The private airplane, helicopter and racing car collection of the Red Bull founder at Hunger 7 is a place many desire to see. It's not a must, but Hunger 7 is free to visit and it only takes you 15 minute bus ride from the old town. The only way to take a day trip with one day in Salzburg while also exploring the old town would be to take a bus tour. You could go for the salt mines, for example, the ice caves or into the lake district each of these tours take four to five hours. It's the only way for you to start in the early afternoon and be back in the evening, but with 40 to 50 euros, these tours are not exactly cheap. If you really want a day trip and you can manage, I would recommend to stay another day. Public transport to the day trip destinations is convenient and even the way to each of the day trip destinations is incredibly pretty. Furthermore, you are not constrained by time when you are going on your own. Now for planning your day trip, you will also find another episode in the show notes below, as well as an article on the free walking tour website about the 7 best day trips from Salzburg. Now how do you spend your evening in Salzburg? If you follow my recommendations, by now you will be hungry and tired. There are some further suggestions on how to spend the evening in Salzburg and finish the day. Now first, dinner. Dinner you should of course have at a traditional Austrian restaurant. For dinner in Salzburg there are plenty of options. Restaurants in Salzburg are generally good. There are no real tourist traps when it comes to restaurants. None of the restaurants are highly overpriced or deficient in quality, but again, on the free walking tour website, on the blog, and also here in the show notes, you will find a list of my favorite 
Austrian restaurants in Salzburg. Now, what's not on the list of my favorite restaurants is the Augustiner Brewery. The Augustiner Brewery is rather a beer place than a restaurant, but they also have a food court. The stands at the food court at the Augustiner Brewery offer a variety of Austrian dishes and also street food. Especially if you're several people, you can order small portions of different dishes and everyone gets to try. And that's why I love the Augustiner Brewery for dinner. They open at 3 p.m. and are open until 11 p.m. So it's not for lunch yet. And how about concerts in the evening? Now, unlike popular belief and unlike the fact that Salzburg is famous for classical music would suggest, concerts are surprisingly hard to find. My favorite place to look for concerts is the Mozarteum University. Many of the students' rehearsals are open to the public and they are free. These rehearsals could also be available in the afternoon. Check the schedule to find out. If there are no student concerts, there are daily concerts for tourists at Mirabel Palace, at the Hohen Salzburg Fortress and at St. Peter's Restaurant. The latter two are dinner concerts. They are pricey, but St. Peter's is the oldest restaurant in Salzburg, claiming to be the oldest restaurant in Europe. And the concert at the Fortress is a chance to combine sightseeing with a concert and dinner. These are valid options if your time is limited. Now, where to get the best sunset or the best night view of Salzburg? On Mönchsberg Mountain, there are countless viewpoints. In front of the Museum of Modern Art, for example, the one I mentioned before with the elevator, the place is called Winkler Terrace. It's the prettiest and the most convenient place to get a night view of Salzburg. Convenient because there is the elevator. The elevator operates until late at night because there is a restaurant inside the museum which is open in the evening. The place is pretty because you overlook all of Salzburg and the fortress. Just as pretty is the view from the Hetwerbastei on Kapuzinerberg on the other side of the river. As I mentioned before, from there you get fantastic panoramic views. To get there, there is no shortcut. You have to climb 261 steps to the Kapuzin Monastery or you take the road up. But not by car, you have to walk. Now, I prefer the view from Kapuzinerberg for sunset, while Mönchsberg is great for sunrise. But Mönchsberg is the mountain you don't have to hike in case you don't want to hike. Now I hope the sunset is a worthy end of your day. Visiting Salzburg in one day is perfect to see the main sites, eat Austrian street food, experience authentic coffeehouse culture, get a Salzburg card to visit some museums, hike a city mountain, or head to another place that's of personal interest to you. If you take a bus tour, you could even go on one of the popular day trips or on a Sound of Music tour before you indulge in more Austrian food and maybe even in a concert in the evening. This is my recommended itinerary for Salzburg for you. My recommendation for seeing Salzburg in one day if you only have one day. One day is enough for the essentials, as I said many times before. And that being said, if you can arrange it, you should think about staying longer. In case you have questions or need help planning your visit, don't hesitate to contact me, send me an email, send me a message on WhatsApp, I'm on all the social media channels, and I would be happy to see you on one of my tours. Bye-bye.